0: Hi there, and welcome to The Wellbeing Room. I'm your host, Leo Cooper, from the Centre of Key. In this podcast, you'll hear stories of my own well-being journey, and you'll be meeting some special people along the way who'll be sharing their stories too. As you listen, I hope you'll get inspired to improve your own well-being and get more out of life. Yes, welcome to the well-being room. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's lovely to have you here. And this is episode five. Now, today I would like to dedicate this episode to a friend of mine. Her name is Rosalie. Now, Rosalie lives in Washington State in the United States. And we met about a year or so ago um, through an online course that we were doing, I think, or some such thing. It had to do with George Cow, who is a business coach, and um, we met up and we started co-working together. So we got in touch. I think we were on a, like q and A Q&A call, and we got in touch with each other because George was talking about co-working, and we both expressed an interest, and that's how we met. So Rosalie and I meet most Thursday mornings, about seven thirty my time, and we spend an hour checking in with each other and then doing some work together. Now, we've kind of fostered a friendship over this last year by doing this. And uh, Rosalie recently took a three-week break to go hiking in the Colorado mountains. And this morning, we caught up again. We hadn't seen each other for about a month because she'd been away for three weeks. And she was telling me about her experience in the mountains. Now, it sounded really lovely and really exciting. Um, three weeks in the bush, in the mountains, you know, it's it's idyllic really. I mean, who wouldn't want to get away from it all and spend some time in nature? I know I would. And Rosalie was telling me uh, something interesting, how most afternoons there would be a thunderstorm in when they were hiking. And so they were out in the elements, And then, you know, it would start raining and there was thunder and lightning and it was quite scary for them, you know, they were exposed because they were out in the bush and, um, you know, lightning, of course, is very dangerous, you know, you can get hit and get quite, you know, it can hurt, it can also kill you. So, there was this sense of aliveness that she was experiencing on the group of friends she was with were experiencing and she was talking and telling me about this today and she was actually writing a blog post during our co-working session all about this sense of aliveness and what it is and and it was really beautiful she was read to me what she'd written afterwards and when she does publish it i will make sure i put a link to it in the show notes for this podcast episode so you can read it too but but i also just got that in, uh, inspiration to talk about aliveness from her today and she was telling me, um, well, as she was telling me about this experience, it it springed a memory for me from when I was a teenager and I had gone on this camp in the school holidays with a whole group of other teenagers, and we'd spent the day hiking through the Royal National Park just south of Sydney, and we ended up at this beach called Burning Palms. I don't think I'll ever forget that name because of this day. So, you know, we were on this beach after a big walk through the bush and, you know, we were just playing around. And out over on the horizon was a massive storm. You could see the thunder and lightning. Well, I guess you couldn't see the thunder, but you could definitely see the lightning and the grey clouds. Uh, And we were all being a bit cocky about it, thinking, oh, yeah, it's all the way out there. It's not going to get us. But little did we know, less than half an hour later, we would be... (laughs) getting hailed on and i'm not talking small hailstones i'm talking big ones so all of a sudden you know storm rolls in hailstones are falling we're screaming running grabbing our possessions and then running to the other end of the beach where there's potentially some shelter because it's in a national park there's you know there's not a lot of shelter around so um you know people are screaming and running and there was definitely a sense of aliveness as a result of this experience. You know, people's adrenaline was high, the fear was high, the excitement levels were high. And I remember, you know, once we found some sort of shelter, everyone was, you know, there was this definitely vibrational energy um, amongst the people there from having had this experience. So, Rosalie's story today just sort of, sparked that off for me and, and I started thinking about you know what is this aliveness thing you know why is it important for wellness so I think there's two key elements and I think they kind of they definitely relate to each other and maybe it's just one thing but basically when we have these experiences of aliveness it's, it's like a shock to our system it, it gets us out of the mundane, and and takes us to this extra level. Like I said, that, that level of excitement and energy that we don't normally experience. So it's a shock. Um, and as a result of that, that can sometimes, hopefully more often than not, have a, a positive impact on us. Um, obviously, if it's too scary or too dangerous, then it, it can obviously swing the other way. But that aliveness that we get from this experience, it, it sort of shocks our body. And I guess the other part of that is that it brings us, because of that shock to the system, it brings us deeply to a, the present moment. It it draws us to the present. There is no looking forwards. There's no looking back. Uh, I mean, Unless you're having your life flash before your eyes at the same time. Um, that's not such a good thing. But it does bring us to the present. So there's the shock element and then there's the presence element. And I think they're two key factors that need to be considered when thinking about aliveness and what it means and how it feels. So from my experience, I, and you know, how can we bring this aliveness more to the everyday? Because we wanna feel alive every day. We don't wanna be unalive, <laughs> obviously. You know, we don't wanna be just plodding through life. You know, we wanna we want to feel something. I, I think all humans do. I, and I think that's why social media is so popular and drugs as well because it, it makes us feel good. You know, like we get a notification, someone liked uh, something we posted, it makes us feel good. Um, there's that little rush that we get. Uh, we take drugs, you know, coffee, for example, one of the biggest used drugs on the planet. And it gives us a sense of aliveness drinking coffee. It, it makes the heartbeat faster. You know, it, it makes us feel alive. And that's why people drink it. it. It keeps them going. But But it is a drug and it's not You know, it is natural because it's a plant, but it is also not natural to drink it all the time every day to keep us in that state. So I guess I'm digressing a little bit, but I think that's an important thing to consider because if you have something all the time, your body does get used to it and it it loses that effect that it has on you. For anyone who drinks coffee on a regular basis, you'd probably know that you know it kind of loses its effect or you need to have more of it Um, and if you stop then oh my god it's like massive headaches and you know it makes your life really hard (laughs) if you can't have coffee so how can we foster this sense of aliveness on a more regular basis on a sustainable basis where it still has an effect um, but doesn't become dull and boring Uh, And that brings me to the idea of or the practice of cold showers or bathing in cold water, whether that's swimming in the ocean, jumping in a river or having a shower. So I like to practice the art of cold showers. I have been doing this on and off for a number of years, ever since my first yoga retreat. I can definitely say that the mornings I do have a cold shower, I definitely feel a sense of aliveness and it does pull me into the present moment and it is still a little shock to my system but that is a really good thing and I think you know that's the beauty of it jumping in cold water it's that simple if you think about human evolution you know humans have been evolving on this planet for thousands of years and We look back to our ancestors and even indigenous tribes that still exist, thankfully, just. um, They're so in tune with nature and, you know, they don't have artificial heating, you know, apart from fires, of course. Um, They don't have artificial cooling apart from cold water naturally occurring and they have survived and evolved to exist on this beautiful planet for thousands of years and it's only in the more recent few hundred last couple hundred years really that and a bit longer I guess where humans have stepped away from nature have become separate from nature and and I think there's part of this aliveness thing that where nature is a really key element to it you know it, it is that life or death it's that awareness of self it's the possibility that you're not in control and this sense of aliveness comes up. So I'd like to throw it back to you now. What does aliveness mean to you? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Do you think you require to be in nature to experience it? Or can you experience it other ways? Do you have cold showers or use other means to try and bring about this sense of aliveness on a daily basis? I'm curious. I'd love you to share your thoughts and experiences with me. So please feel free to get in touch through my Facebook page, The Wellbeing Room, or send me an email. All my contact details are in the show notes below. Thanks so much for tuning in to The Wellbeing Room. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope something resonated with you. If so, like I said, please feel free to get in touch. If you have any questions you'd like me to ponder in my next episode, please let me know. I'd be more than happy to share my thoughts with you. Until next time, stay well.